Welcome to Fans of the Forge. I'm Sean. This is Chris. Whoa. And we have Teresa. Hi. We didn't do intros last time. Uh, I think people one. know who we are by yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. All right. So anyway, if you're listening, th- these are our voices. Anyhow, <laughs> we are recapping Knife or Death Season 2, Episode 5, Gladius Maximus. Yes. Yes, indeed. It's trying to be a pretty good episode. So let's go through the regular course here. Slice twice, cut through the sugar cane twice. Second cut it must be made in midair before it hits the ground. Mm-hmm. Slasher, swing through the moving target before it swings back to the original position. Timber, chop through a two by four and make it land in a target area. Ice pick, chop into the ice to get it to get to the center and release the fluid. Musk all the way through. Lifeline, cut through the chicken, pork loin, and the fish. Kill shot, slice through all six ratchet straps with three swings. So each stage. Vertical straps, yep. Vertical straps, one swing each. And then plunge your blade into the tree stump. So for slice twice, did anybody else notice that the sugar cane was kind of wilted in comparison yeah, to the last time? Yeah, they were pretty time? floppy, so it was interesting. It seemed, I feel like that would have been harder to manage on an already hard thing. Yeah, it's already going this way, so if you cut it, it's just falling. So... And it like it might when something like that wilts, like if it's a hard, it might get almost rubbery-ish, maybe. No. I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm thinking about like celery. Like if <laughs> celery starts to get bad, it and goes you can't rubbery. even break it. Yeah, it could bend yeah. it. Yeah. So maybe right. that affects how that test yeah. works. But anyway, anyway. So first person to go through, Alan Reed, at. Arctic Knives, A-R-C-T-C underscore Knives. Check that guy out. So he brought a long buoy, extra long 14 and three quarter inch long that he made using 80 CRV2. Travis says it moves very fast. It doesn't have much mass in the tip, so it doesn't have as much power when swung. It's a fine knife. It makes the cut. History to buoys originated with the style of knife used by Colonel Jim Bowie in 19th century Texas. And Alan actually went to the Alamo, kind of checked it out, studied it, got inspired, and made this weapon. Features note, single-handed grip, which could limit the amount of power achieved in swinging it. And it's moderately light, very sharp. Main wick is likely will be in chopping. Yes. So, slice twice. Got four penalties. Couldn't get any of those canes. No. Not quick enough on a rebound. Um, Didn't really slice upwards for the first cuts. Yeah, we've seen so, that that's a better method generally is to slice upward so it kind of kicks it up into the air a little bit. And, and then you're able to just come down. Like, yeah. Also, when you see Travis Wirtz doing it, like when they intro the thing, he does the upward yeah. and then the downward. He also is using double-edged in that one. Yeah. So it's this one was not double-edged, and that's where a lot of the issues end up coming. If you don't have right, the double you gotta edge, go. you have to turn it, and that's difficult. Yeah. Moving on to Slasher, easily chops through the pipe. Cuts the rope holding the tubing and couldn't cut through the box in time. Got two penalties. Yeah. This this twine that they're using to hold these damn things up. <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, this is the first guy to bust through it. Oh, he broke the apparatus. That's a penalty. Like, well, I mean, he's violent with it. the first one for Slasher that they yeah. had. And this, and he just we'll, hit it high. I he was, he's not the only one in this episode that no. did that. Mm. Maybe for whatever reason they had a bad batch of something that they used to tie that together. I, I don't know if it's just, I don't know if it's bad batch or just they just need to use something different. You know, get some thin uh, 
I mean, on other things that we've seen them break the apparatus, they were chains. And it just snapped where the chain was attached to the piece. Right. This one, they just ran this like thread through like yeah. the pipe and stuff. And something doesn't hold. I don't know if the pipe cuts gets cuts through it or if the string gives out. I would use. Uh, I think the way they made it some, seem was like. Some metal wire. That's what I yeah. would use. They were saying that. the string was giving out because they were hitting it too hard and pulling it more than chopping Listen. it. Listen. Yeah. I, you're you're fucking hacking at this shit. What do you expect <laughs> to happen? I mean, you know, that's just how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Unfortunately. Anyway, moving on to timber. Started well, cutting at the front and back. Cut a wedge in the front. His final swing came down with too much power, knocked the board towards him, so he missed the target. Ice pick. Hit with a lot of power, causing a knife to roll in his hand. He had to readjust, but eventually cuts to the ice. Lifeline. Stopped at the chicken. Ugh. Yeah, it looks like he came up almost a little short. Yeah. You know? That's what it, it was. It was hard to tell based on where he was. That was what I thought um, as well. Um, you never know how dull that blade's going to be after the ice pick, yeah. too. But even Two Lamb mentioned that like he didn't drive through the target. Yeah. He, two Lamb spent a good amount of time explaining exactly how this should be done. So you kind of knew he wasn't going to make it. <laughs> they, right. they spent a long yeah. time being like, That's this true. is what needs yeah. to happen. And then, nope. <laughs> so next next up, we had Billy Sayers, who is a high school English teacher. Hey. He came with a Roman gladius, which is a third century BC ancient Roman weapon. But he made his from a leaf spring. And he's only been forging for about a year. It was actually a project that him and his kids started together, and then it kind of stuck. And this particular blade he made just because he was practicing drawing metal out and, and right. extending it. So he, he took a piece of metal and he extended it out to 30 inches in length and then used that to make his 20-inch blade. So Travis said he really likes double-edged weapons like this for the course, and it lends itself to flow through an object really well. We've seen those double-edged weapons really make a difference on this course, especially for Slice Twice, right. and it gives you some options for cutting through some other stuff. So, again, they had a 20-inch blade with a single-handed grip that was moderately light. It was a very fast weapon. You could swing that thing super quick, uh, but the blade of a Roman gladius is more meant for thrusting and piercing. That's the type yeah. of it, combat they were using it for. So its main possible weaknesses would be slashing and chopping. For Slice twice, he only got two penalties, so he got through two of them. He mm -hmm. just wasn't fast enough. And on the first one, he had a downward swing. And then the second two, the two and second and third one, he used that double-edged design to cut both very just like foo, foo, cut right yeah. through it and then missed on the fourth. Um, for Slasher, he cut through the pipe, no problem. He broke the apparatus on the tubing again. Oh, like, oh what do you know? And then he moved around on his tippy toes, as per two lambs saying, <laughs> yeah. and could not generate the right amount of force to cut the box in half. <laughs> Two penalties. You seriously just used... Tippy toes. Yeah. 
for Timber, he attacked with too much power and, and missed the landing. He just was hitting that thing way too hard, so that's a penalty. For Ice Pick, the blade was rolling in his hand again, like if it's a round blade and you're hitting on ice. And we've even heard from, say, like Josh Weston, who said, like, hitting ice is nothing like hitting anything else. It just things rebound completely differently. And it's just things turn, things move. Mm. And that's what happened for him, but he did get through the ice. Lifeline, no problem. He cleared all three, so his blade was still very sharp after that. And then for kill shot, cleared all three sections with these very nice downward angled slashes that were perfect for cutting through those straps. Yeah. And Tulam then said, now I know why this is the blade that conquered the world. Well, it didn't come to the USA, did it? It's here now. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> 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 Never mind. <laughs> So next we have Sky Hilton, teaches historic European martial arts, practices taekwondo and kendo. So kendo is actually important here because kendo is um, a particular style of martial arts that uses a long stick, kendo stick, essentially. Um, So that gives her a little bit of an advantage for the type of weapon wielding that, that other people maybe don't have because they, this is the first person to do kendo on the show. She brought a 13th century falchion made from L6 tool steel and it was made for her. Um, Travis says the fuller gives the blade more weight in the front. That'll do. It makes the cut. The blade is 22 inches long. The graphic says moderately sharp, but Goldberg and Two Lamb says it's extremely sharp. Yeah, it's just weird. Like <laughs> It said moderately sharp, but as they're saying, it's extremely sharp weapon. And it is designed for slashing and may have difficulty chopping. It features a flare tip. So for Slice Twice, um, she swung a little slower and had too much follow through on her first swing. Hit the second on the way down, but didn't cut through. On the third, she got through. On the fourth, she swung too slow again. So three penalties. Although for this one and pretty much all of them forward, she had like really good form. Mm-hmm. She planted her feet, and I was impressed by that. That's the kendo. That's the kendo style there. Just saying. Not that I ever did that or know anything about it. <laughs> okay. So then Slasher. <laughs> Resident expert on kendo. <laughs> you know what I know of kendo? Nintendo it was... Kendo. Um, it was WWE guy. Ken, Ken Shamrock? Ken, no, no, no. No, Ken, not Ken Shamrock. It was Ken Blackman or something? Yes, Blackman. Ken Blackman. It would always come out with a kendo That's right. Stick. That's right. The kendo sticks. Yep. yep. It also reminded me of like in tennis when you do the overhead. Similar type of swinging. Anyway, for Slasher, she can generate a lot of power with two-handed grip and make short work of the pipe and tubing but isn't able to get through the box. So one penalty. I feel like power might have been our key word for today. Mm. Oh shoot, I didn't keep track of that. Oh man. That's so much that's you said you know how much time they say power I mean of course that would have been the word. <laughs> There's probably like 30 of them. They said it more today or in this episode than in others. Mm-hmm. They only used like um sweet spot a couple times. <laughs> I didn't that's I didn't pay attention to anything. I beyond the normal in half count it was not happening. So for Timber, um, she attacks only from the back, doesn't take a wedge out of the front, and hits it with a lot of power, and it just went flying like way wide mm-hmm. of it. One penalty. 
ice pick, got a bit exhausted, was breathing hard, but made it through. Lifeline, utilized great kendo technique to set up her swings and easily got through all three. And then in kill shot, set up using the kendo technique again, technique again. But her blade was not at the right angle and it twisted when she hit the strap and she did not get through the first ratchet strap. So she yeah. was done at kill shot. Yeah, that's that stunk because she she looked like she was going to make it through after she got through the lifeline, right? And yeah. it just, mm-hmm. the way it, it was just angled too much and it just bumped up. Yeah. So we're moving on to Rob. No last name. And they show him walking out of a lean-to in the woods. And then just, like, chopping something. Yeah. That that was really, really rough-looking shelter. Yeah. Gotta say. <laughs> uh, and he's a primitive survivalist. Well, then it goes along. He was a primitive survivalist. Yeah. So it was like a primitive shelter, I guess. It was very primitive. <laughs> uh, so he brought a reaper two-handed bolo machete, sharpened on both edges with a hook on the back. It's on a softer side. Rather, He'd rather it bend than break. Mm-hmm. Travis shows concern about the rebound of hard objects with that weapon, but it's very sharp and makes the cut. Uh, it has an 18-inch blade with a with skateboard grip tape handle. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, very grippy. Make <laughs> sure you're wearing gloves because that'll tear your hand right to shreds. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's designed for, shop, for chopping and has a potentially unsafe design. Yeah, just... You could you could see with that big point on the back of it, yeah. when you're bouncing off something. If that point just comes flying back at you, it just has that much extra protrusion to. to it's a mean looking weapon. I yeah. really I really like it. I, I was digging it. It was cool. So on slice twice, he missed the first, but used his double edge well and only ended up with two penalties. Slasher two penalties didn't cut the, all the tubing and couldn't finish the box. Timber he missed the target because he only cut from the rear. Ice pick, he didn't have the greatest body positioning, but his power made short work of the ice. On lifeline, he flipped his blade to put the hook in the front and easily tore through all two. Three. Three. Sorry about that. Kill shot. Keeps the blade reversed. The curved edge worked great and cut all three straps. So two was like, I don't know if he should keep it. Yeah. Right through it. No problem. Yeah, it worked great. Yeah. Now this guy coming up, I I like this guy a lot. Yeah, he he see he is an interesting guy, and uh, he had a really cool sword. And uh, his name was Ken Tucker, and uh, he brought an oak shot Type 14 longsword named Thorn. It was styled after 13th century European swords that he made himself. Travis said it had an aggressive edge that was not polished, but it doesn't need to be. Um, but it didn't seem to cut so sleek, so cleanly through the tatami mat when he tested it. It yeah. kind of like got stuck. But Travis is like, it's not what I do with it. It's what you do with it. True. So it made the cut. He had a 28-inch blade length with a single-handed grip, and it was moderately light and sharp, but it does have a double-edged blade. Slice twice. So to Liam, right as he was walking up, he goes, I really am concerned about Ken's ability to decelerate on his swings with such a large blade and then reverse the swing. And his concerns were correct. Not only did <laughs> that happen, Ken kind of swung horizontally and just it didn't slow the falling sugar cane at all. It just kind of just knocked it down. Yeah. So he got four penalties there, unfortunately. 
uh, for Slasher. It only took one swing to cut through the pipe, so that was pretty impressive. Yeah. And then he broke the apparatus on the freaking tubing again. Like, seriously, what the frig, guys? Yeah. And uh, didn't cut all the way through the tube, but he did fairly easily cut through the box. With timber, it took him a while. He was chomping at it for a while, but he landed it in. He got it in the, the target Yay. zone. Tulam really likes to talk about the technique that's supposed to be used for timber. Yeah, everybody. He does it every time, and I guess what else are you going to talk notch. about? He's getting... that's what, that should be another one. Cut that notch. Get that notch in there. I mean, it, it's, Get that wedge. It's good advice. It is. And it make... Can they hear it? No. no. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it's just funny that... Unless you have we experience thoroughly... chopping down trees, how do you know to cut a notch out of the other side? Uh, well, okay, I would agree okay. with that because nobody does this. <laughs> so yeah. That's a good um, point. But uh, it's just funny you hear it every single time. Every You know time. it's coming. Yeah. Moving on to Ice Pick. Easily cuts through the ice. No issues. Lifeline. I put that he wrecked all three. Like he just chopped them right in half. It was perfect. Actually in half? Yes. And then for Kill Shot, he also got through all three. We have our second finisher. All right. Nice. I knew I liked this guy. Yeah, great guy. Yeah. I when I was watching it and he, you know, was going through the ratchet traps, I thought they were gonna pull another like, oh, you you damaged it, but no, he was fine. Oh my gosh. So it was I'm, close. I don't know how many commercials breaks they had on the D V R when you re- we recorded it and you watched it, but I was watching it on demand on their website. It was every Almost every time they got to the strap, right <laughs> before is, the though. first strap, yeah. it was like it, there was at least three commercial breaks right before those straps. Yeah. It was a lot. And they fade it into commercial with the, oh, sometimes like something oh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we have Earl Culver. It's a martial arts instructor. Aikido and... Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Ta- okay. Taekwondo. <laughs> um, and he's a bladesmith. So he had a custom-designed blade made with 5160 and has a distal taper, 16 inches long, and it's moderately light and sharp, designed for chopping, but its biggest weakness is its small handle. Travis says the distal taper is noticeable and makes the weight, balance, and feel of this nice improved. The blade performs well, not too much thickness. It's robust with a fine edge and makes the cut. It's not fancy, and this course eats through fancy blades. So for Slice Twice, not great form. His cuts knocked the cane down too fast and only managed to cut through the last one. So he had three penalties there. Slasher had a double-handed slashes, easily cut through the pipe and tubing in one swing, tore, through, tore the box off the tether. So there's one penalty on the box. Um, Tinder. 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 Swipe Sorry. right. Wait. Which direction? I don't know. <laughs> do you know? What do you want? What? What you is? Keep what's it? the good one? I thought swiping left was a thing. Swipe left to get. Is that a yes no? Or no. Uh, I think that's left is no. Okay. Right. Swipe for the right. right for the right. This is the right. Oh yeah, that way. <laughs> Oops. Anyway, timber. Um, he smashed with too much power and missed the target. One penalty. Ice pick. Three strikes to get through the ice. Lifeline cuts cleanly through all three 
and he has been tearing through the course. Yeah, he's really moving. And then for kill shot, he cuts through with um, a great downward angled slash and gets through all three, and he drove his blade into the stump. Yeah. So, of our six competitors, four of them made it all the way through. Billy, Rob, Ken, and Earl. Earl had the fastest time with three minutes, 42 seconds. And then of the other three guys, only 11 seconds separated them. Yeah. That's impressive. That's pretty crazy. Um, but Rob came in second overall with four minutes and 22 seconds. So dead run is Earl versus Rob. Dead run. So it's Earl versus Rob. So course is laid out. We have the gauntlet. So from inside a circle on a platform, you have to cut all objects in half. In half. There's like eight objects. I think there's four per wheel or whatever. Then there's ball buster cut through nine rolling balls in half. In half. Before they hit the floor. Extinguisher. Cut the rope. Release the bottle. Cut the bottle. Extinguish the flame. Free fall. Cut the fruit as it falls. Fruit ninja. Fruit ninja. Style. Fire and ice. Cut through the 400-pound block of ice. Trigger the flames. Crash landing, cut completely through the flying targets before they zip past you. Then destroy the crate, not, but not no this crate. time. <laughs> they didn't have the crate this time. Fool you. <laughs> and then it was final firestorm. Cut the ropes to release the stairs. Climb the stairs. And it was one final chop. <laughs> and penalties are 20 seconds. Yes. So we all picked Earl. Yes. Just, but I still feel good about this Rob guy. Yeah, yeah. Rob is pretty cool too. He's well, he was a survivalist. Yeah, the, the guy I felt good about him too. I he came out of the hut and he was, you know, he knew how to handle that weapon. So, oh, that's right, because he had that badass looking blade with the point. Yeah, yeah that thing was yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, Gauntlet, he had some trouble trying to focus on what to do there. Um, and he also had some issues with the lighter items. Um, he took two penalties and walked away. Well, so he cut into some of the bottles, and the yeah. fluid came out. And then he started, yeah, to, to cut, cut through that. Now it's empty, and it's just you know bouncing yeah. out out of the way. So moving on to Ballbuster, starts with a baseball bat swing, got three penalties, and at one point got a ball stuck in the blade. Yeah, and, and there's no red ball. There's no red ball. What, what, what they, happened? They done. Weird. And so at the end of the platform, there's like this little walkway. There was a weird wooden board that was halfway onto the walkway that he kind of had to step over when he oh, was walking through. Yeah. I didn't notice that. We uh, Odd. It wasn't some, there when- Some uh, really strange things yeah. going on with the course in this episode. I, I guess chalk it up to being aired on Halloween, maybe? Ooh. Ooh, spooky course wow. that they didn't a- reference at all. No. <laughs> Extinguisher, he missed the first swing. Then he cut the rope. Extinguishes second. Penalty on the third. Extinguishes the fourth. Free fall, baseball-style swing. Got four penalties. Fire and ice made it through. Crash landing. Couldn't cut through the sandbag. Did he cut through the meat in the water bottle? He definitely got through the meat. Because that blade just like slices yes. through yeah. those, no problem. The water bottle, I think he was fine with the water okay. bottle this time. And he ended up with 13 penalties. Yes. So then we had everybody's pick to win. Earl, he goes through gauntlet, takes his time, sets the shots up. No penalties, just yeah. chops everything in half. Ball buster. He- <laughs> what? <laughs> 
He used the uh, downward chop, and he ended up having four penalties from that. Extinguisher, he did not get the first two. The second two, he did extinguish, so he had two penalties he, there. Was he the one that got close, but like oh, the, something, the, the bottle like the hit bottle. the thing, and it, it moved the, the yeah. torch, yeah. and it would have extinguished, but it just like moved but it out of the way. But the torch had been pushed out of the way. Yeah. yeah. For a free fall, he used upward swings, and he only ended up having one penalty. Like at this point, he was flying through the course too. Like just yeah. nothing was taking very long. Fire and ice, super easy. Chops through, and then crash landing, cut through all with no issues. He ended with seven penalties. And so, Rob, when we add up all the penalties with the time, Rob. Finished the course in eight minutes and five seconds. Respectable. And Earl flew through with five minutes and five seconds. Damn. Earl wins. Tight. Woo. So our in half count, only six. That's pretty good. But one of them, Goldberg goes. Oh. It was cut literally in half. But it wasn't. It wasn't cut in half. I I did the math on it. it. It could have been. Kind of, sort of, in half. If you didn't need it to, like, if you turned it, rot- you had to rotate. Mm. It could have worked. Mm. Okay, but you had to think, and that's too much. For, mm. for this. So Goldberg is really smarter than Chris. I think that's what the conclusion is here. So I'm gonna go what with is it. it. I just what? no. We're on the points. <laughs> Chris has five. Those aren't right. We didn't update those. Chris has. We all got more points. Every, six. Me and Teresa and are, are tied even, with five, and, and Sean has four. <laughs> you have one less point than us. Otherwise, we all chose the same people every oh, time. Oh, because you didn't update those two points. I, yeah, I didn't put oh. those in because I didn't know who you guys chose. Anyway, that was the episode Knife for Death Season 2, Episode 5. Uh, the Gladius one, whatever it said. Gladius, Gladius Maximus. Jinx. It's a big oh. jinx. That's three. <laughs> and you're talking. So I guess I'll close it out. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like follow us, us on uh, social media, <laughs> the Facebook, the Instagram. Go ahead, Chris. The YouTube. Drop Chris, a comment. Chris. Say yeah, hello. All that good stuff. Do like all us. That stuff. Subscribe. Yes. All that good stuff. And thank you for watching, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Jinx me in our own show. <laughs> well, Why'd you stop talking? <laughs> I have, I you just got you just jinxed. you yeah, just killed yeah. it. You just stopped. Why? No, I I jinxed him. I said his name three times. Oh, you were doing your own thing. Yeah, who does that? But we do. That's he interesting. Just jinxed me. <laughs> Like a a prostate exam. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go.